Hey guys, this is another episode of Melting Wax Podcast. It's your girl Jess. And Raj. And we're Bizak. We're gone. You guys know we had the Wi-Fi struggle of 2021. That was our fairest major hurdle of the year. And it was tragic. Very tragic. Uh-huh. And now, you know, the we wanted to wait until the end of the trial, which it has been a week now. Derek Chauvin has gotten guilty on all counts. Which I was very surprised for. I did not think he would get all the counts. I thought one or two, but all three, America. But first <laughs> But firstly, um this happened while we was at work. Yeah. And I have been I literally bought this case to put in my shower so I could watch the trial like nonstop because it's like seven hour days and it just be long and I just was trying to catch up too because I told myself at first I wasn't gonna watch it and then I was mm-hmm. like I have to watch this yeah. because I need to know if I need <laughs> to start messing stuff up right. you know right so let's talk about it first of all, his face was hilarious he a meme for life he a meme for life look all I know is uh, uh, people a lot of people are saying America didn't have a choice. <laughs> But it's like, it should be like that all the time. Yeah, justice should be served all the time. All the time, bro. Not just when we're watching you intensely on the screen. Not just when we decide to fuck shit up. Because what you're telling us now is that violence is the answer. Right. (laughs) We need to go out here and protest. And blow stuff up. Blowing stuff up is the answer is basically what they're saying. So, I watched the trial in detail. His lawyer you know, was trying to basically say that he wasn't the cause of death, that it was drugs, you know, or or even they tried to say that it was the gas from the car where they had him laying down that caused his death. That was their approach. And the defense was like, uh, no, you were, had your knee on this guy's neck. You were blocking his circulation and you did that for nine minutes. And plus, you know, that's excessive. Yeah, it was definitely excessive. One thing that I liked the most about this trial was I feel like um, the police that that blew all the silence was like, um, not this one. <laughs> We're not defending this guy. You can see them all basically saying like, I don't know this guy. We're not friends. We work at the same um station, but I don't know him for real. And I disagree wholeheartedly with what he did. Yeah. And they're trying to get a law passed, which will make other officers, because you know the other three officers are going in. Mm-hmm. Um, when is this going to be? August? They have their trial date set for August. I don't know if we're going to be able to watch it. Um, do you think they're going to get time? I don't know. Because of the fact that they're officers and the fact that they didn't really, you know, they were just bystanders. I mean, if you're a bystander mm-hmm. it's a crime, you should, you, you would get a penalty. But I don't think they'll give them as much of a slap of, um, you know, they'll probably give him a slap on the wrist because, you know, he wasn't the one who actually did it. I don't think that's fair. They saw someone dying and they did nothing about it. There's nothing about but it. But I hope that this case isn't the only, like, the only good thing that comes out of it. Just him guilty on all three verdicts. I hope they go after everybody else and put them in jail Behind too. bars. Yes, because, but you know, with America, this is how it's like to be a black person. You hope that things go this way. Justice is served. You don't believe that it will. So you just watch out and see. I feel, so one of his charges carries up to 40 years. Do you feel like they're going to give him the maximum? 
What do you think? <sighs> I would love for a nigga to mask them. Like, I, I can't really say, I can't really say uh, that they're going to give it to him. They're not going to give it to him because, you know, it, I just hope that they do. I yeah. hope that they do. I can't really, I don't, I'm not the type of say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have to give him the full. I think the real question is, should we, like, it's really sad that this is something that we have to be excited about. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I would be excited if someone pushed them off during George that. Floyd's neck. That's all. I'd be happy. One of the cops. Yeah, one of the one them was like, get off his neck. You already got him all. He's in handcuffs. He can no longer do mm-hmm. anything to us. Not that he was doing anything. One thing that um, was brought up during the trial, uh, one of the, I guess, like, the main sergeant, I don't really know the class or whatever, he, he spoke, and he was just talking about how basically a threat of force is force. Yeah. And it's like, why is it that people don't understand that police presence alone is force, especially in the black community? Yeah. If a cop is around, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like after... The, you know, we got the verdict for the trial and we find out about Micaiah getting shot. It's like, all I can think in my head is, why did he say, oh, police? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's all you have to say, all you have to do is... Be there. You know? Talk, like, their job. You told me the other day their job, most of their job yeah. is talking to people. So that's what they need to do is talk to people. Talk to the young girl. When you see... A young girl out there, mm-hmm. you know, they don't even see us as girls. You know, they don't see us black. They see us as you know niggas. Yeah, and they don't see black women as girls. So they'll body slam us. They'll throw us around. But you know, they should always choose life first, like they do with like they should try to choose life. Listen first. to me. I don't want to hear nobody t- say. I mean, I guess you know they're saying that he was protecting another girl. Yeah. Yeah. But he shot her four times. Any one of those shots could hit the girl. Luckily, she ran away. He shot her happening. four times. And for him to say that he was protecting the other girl, why about that girl we first saw in the fight that was thrown onto the floor by that grown man? He did not run up to go stop that. He didn't run up to, you know, separate. Everybody just ran, mm-hmm. you know. And then you see this girl come around the corner and you just shoot her. So she background, was, right? Micaiah Bryant is a uh, foster child and i guess they were fighting over cleaning somebody should clean whatever and it, it got heated a lot of people are you know blaming the adults that were there because they feel like they could have done something before it got to that point so, yeah a hundred percent i still feel like you could have said hey or fired a warning shot like i feel like police shouldn't have guns <laughs> Like, we should only have, like, a select group of officers, a small, small, tight-knit unit within a unit of officers that carry firearms. I don't think traffic police need guns. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't think so. Why? Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're not going to not gonna give up the guns because, you know, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, there are a lot of people who fight on their lives mm-hmm. for that, and they don't understand they're just using them. Like companies, they're just using these Trump supporter type people to run an agenda. That's not like the guns would make getting rid of guns would make America safer, obviously. But because they're telling them, oh, we need guns, gun sales are up, they're up, and you know they make money off of that. So they're gonna keep telling them they're taking away your Second Amendment and got these people running up and down causing all this havoc. They're not gonna take away the guns, bro. It's enough for you to wear the uniform, bro. 
It is. It, it really is. is enough. I don't feel like you need to do nothing, draw nothing. And um, I can't remember the guy's name. I forgot to write it down. But the situation where the cop mistake her gun for her taser. Like, come on, bruh. They trained you for this. You trained for Bruh, this. bruh. I'm not even going to respond to you, bruh. You killed that man. You, you had no that, yeah, business yeah. killing him. You had no business, bruh. Whatsoever. Yeah. That's like you skip class and you know that they get the little um message on your phone and your mom heard that and then you come home like, hey, what's up? And she's like, how's class? And you're like, oh, you know, it's good. You know, I learned such and such. And she's like, oh, word, you wasn't there. Yeah. What are you talking about? You mistake your gun for your taser, bro. You don't have to lie to us. We know what this is. We see it every day. We don't get a breather. You see justice in some capacity. And I don't even know if you could call that justice because a man is dead. You know? It's like, the first thing they do after killing us is telling us some made-up reason on why they killing us. Right. Like, she's talking about... Who, who's the reason for? We know. Like, I feel like people not, know. It's just a say, you know? It's just a say, you know? So that they can, like... I know it doesn't matter, but they are saying it for themselves. So, you mm-hmm. know, so that's the reason. That's the reason. The reason, because she had a knife. That's because after he shot her, no officer runs up to see if she's okay. The knife is clearly on the floor. None of them, they just slowly just watch her. And then he immediately says, he used, she has a knife. She has a knife. He used her photography practice, bro. Yeah, he definitely did. You, oh, you hot and you heavy like that, bro? And you cannot, I don't want to hear nobody try to explain it and try to like give grace to these officers because I've seen them, I've seen them be attacked by their own kind with what guns and weapons and, and guns, not even knives, guns. Like a, I saw the video that they, you know, was going circulating with the guy in his car telling the cop, yo, back up, I will shoot you. Can you believe that? I saw, I watched a video where this white boy stabs a cop and runs away and they just taser him and take him down. Like, they do not shoot him four times in the back. He's running away. Listen, bro. I just want the police officers to be held to the same standard everybody else is held to, bro. They're not above the law. And when you don't address stuff like this, it's like a bad child, bro. You just never tell them, you know, like, tighten up. You never beat them, put hands on them. When they get to a certain age, they're out of hand and you can't do nothing about it. You can't try to discipline them now. So it's like, I don't even know if this matters. Him getting guilty. I feel like he might kill himself. I need it to matter. I need it to matter. I need it to... I need him to be an example. And I need more. And every time an officer acts up, I want them to get guilty on all counts. I want them to... I I want them to get what we would get. Yeah. If I mistake my gun for a taser... Trying to tase somebody and I shoot them, I should go to jail. God, they put you on death row. They'll put me on death row. I'd have been stoned before I even got into prison. So my thing is like this: just you just want to be treated equally. But um, let's see. Let's get on a more positive note. First, let's talk about this devil show that Roshni had me watching. Courage, a Kali dog. I asked this girl to play SpongeBob. We watched SpongeBob. I had to make her watch. Courage the Cali Dog. See, Courage the Cali Dog is like dark uh, comedy. It's like horror, but for kids. And so for a person who doesn't really care She doesn't for watch horror, a horror movie, but she got that devil stuff playing in her house. It's bro. crazy because it's not devil. I like the Courage Cali Dog. It's such a different show like from what they were showing when we were kids. When we watched shows as a kid, I, my, my parents are very old. You know, my dad's near 50. 
And so he, we the shows I watched as a kid, we watching Tom and Jerry or like Looney Tunes because he knew what the, that was, so mm-hmm. we could all watch it. And those shows are just slapstick comedy. Here's courage, saving the day. Every day he gets abused by that man. The house every day Eustace abuses him, but then he goes and he saves Eustace too. Sometimes he saves Listen him. To me. It shows a lot of values about family. He's always like the things I do for love. It's such a wholesome show, bro. You gotta listen to me. Let me tell you what this show is for real. Because this girl trying to spit some stuff. You're going to be playing it in your sleep. And then you're going to have demons running <laughs> rampant in your house. It's not like Courage that. is a wad of gum. Hubba bubba. Alright? With these two sticks as legs. Okay? Who be squirming and crying. And he's scared of everything. And around him. And he is, he is in That's hell. That's why his name is Courage. Ha 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 ha. Pun. he's Courage. Pun. He is surrounded by devil worshippers. <laughs> no. This lady named Mildred. Her name Mildred? Her name is Muriel. Muriel. And Eustage. Or whatever his name is. <laughs> These are devil worshippers, okay? That's why every day some weird stuff happened at their crib. Because they worship the devil for a living. Let me tell you. You don't know the backstory of Courage and Howdy Dog. It's based off of this place called Truth or Consequences. And it's someplace like Kansas. In the middle of nowhere. Really. That's why it's called the middle of nowhere. And nowhere... By the way, it's actually a town in the show called Nowhere, but because it's like it's not around a lot of big cities or anything. Mm-hmm. So when they say he li- they live in the middle of nowhere, they mean the town nowhere they live there. So, but Truth and Consequences is a place where a lot of people report a lot of strange things happening, a lot of like creatures, and there's a lot of mysterious disappearances, and that's what happened to a couple. Who went to, who reported like they keep seeing like skinwalkers? You know what skinwalker is? It's like a person, it's like a shapeshifter. They find out everything about you and then they take over your life basically. Mm-hmm. And then they just disappear. It's a woman, a man, and a dog. Just disappear. Y'all hear this devil the show? Stuff? It's based off of that and that's happening those type of places. Cause there are really places where things happen and it's just like it's like what ha- what's really happening there, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's for like kids, you know. We like to see some horror stuff too, you know. We don't but we don't want to be all up in it. Billy and Mandy, that was creepy sometimes. This but we me. watched it. Courage is not my stuff, okay? It ain't my type of show. Alright, all right. We can move on, we can move on. Um okay, you said that you're gonna talk about why Simpsons is so much better than Family Guy. I personally have only seen a couple Simpsons episodes. I'm not like a Simpsons watcher. But go ahead, tell your spiel. I'm not. It's not that Simpsons is like the reason why I think a lot of other shows are better than Family Guy, like Bob's Burgers or like American Dad, for say, is that I care. I'm so invested in the characters of American Dad, of Bob's Burgers, and the Simpsons, and their family is too. Mm-hmm. The family cares if one person is going through it the family's going through it with them like you know for the most part there's always like a klaus or somebody that nobody cares about but that's only like the family guy type of person Mm -hmm. but for the most part i care about what's going on in these people's lives i'm like i I feel a little stressed when they go because i know these characters but in in family guy that family hates each other they hate each other. I don't really care. I used to care about Meg, but now I don't care about Meg. Mm. Because they don't care about Meg. They don't care. Peter doesn't care about his wife. Lois don't care about her. She's drinking vodka in the middle of the day. <laughs> Stewie wants to kill the whole world. Brian swears he's a writer. He's not a writer. He doesn't care. I All love they do that show. It's throw jabs at each other, and they're bad at it. It's just a whole bunch of... It feels like it's just a whole bunch of grown white men writers who don't really care about nothing. Like They... they they're more about being outrageous and like making you go down than 
like bringing you a story that you could really relate to and, and they don't even have to because it's animation mm-hmm. but still like American Dad does the same thing and I'm still concerned about them in the live I still want like the dad to um stand mm-hmm. to get along with Haley. I'm still like invested in their father daughter relationship. I like how he's he and his son are bonding over the nonsense they have. Like the other day, mm-hmm. they um one of the dudes, the son in law, he has a problem with the son in law because he's like a weed person. And then he became Guy Fairy, you know, the spiky haired guy. He Guy Fairy was training him to become him. And I don't know if that's his last name pronounced. Fairy, furry. What show is this? You know, dinners, diners, and driving, the guy with the spiky hair. Who goes around eating food. They bonded over that. I like things like that. You know. The show is wild. Because it's an animation. But. The family cares. Like the family. Do go through this stuff together. The family guy. It's like. Because they have to. It feels like they have to go through this stuff together. It's not because they want to be a family. I've never vibed with these other shows. I just like family guys. Just pure comedy. You know. And I feel like I do like the older episodes. Much better than the newer ones. But. That's just how I feel about it. But now it's my turn to bore you niggas because you somebody know. had the nerve to say and and, and respectfully, <laughs> I would like to say you are dead ass wrong. He gonna say Snowfall is better than The Wire, and I can say for myself this person has never watched The Wire. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you now why you can't compare the two. Now I just finished watching season four of Snowfall. It was great. It was excellent. I don't know the Snowfall and The Wire are not on the same level period they're just not i would never even compare the two shows it's like i just wouldn't do it because for me if you've seen the wire and i know i've been on this podcast explaining the wire but i'm gonna explain it again it is a series it is basically the ecosystem of baltimore right and each season shows you the ins and outs of whatever and how it contributes to the circle of life of baltimore all right right Snowfall is a story, like, centered around one thing. And it's centered around the CIA basically trying to fund an illegal war, right? In um, one of them Spanish-speaking countries, right? And they're using the main character, which is Damson Edges, very fine, very fine, to funnel these drugs into his city and get money from it basically right Mm -hmm. and that's great but to me it's literally like if um what's his name let me get these characters y'all it's like stringer bell if you watch the wire and i'll explain who stringer bell is it's like if stringer bell had his own show kind of you know and they're not in the same time because snowfall is like 80s 90s and it's like 80s and the wire is like 2000s i feel like early 2000s you know it's not even the same culture Mm -hmm. you know and it's la it's baltimore it's like come on it's not the same thing and then it's not this is about an entire system and how they all work together and this is about one thing yeah this is about one storyline like i just feel like you can't compare the two you know, The Wire is a great show. I'll always say The Wire is the greatest show, hands down. You should watch it if you get the chance. And, you know, I ain't going to bore y'all much longer, but I really could do a whole episode about The Wire and, like, breaking it down. But you should really just watch it. Mm, I, I don't like to watch shows like The Wire and Snowfall because I feel like, you know, this... I, I like to watch shows where more, I watch more shows that have, like, 
a happier tune to it all, always. Like, I always watch shows. Like, even though I do watch The Occasional Criminal Minds, mm-hmm. I gotta watch something, you know, a little happy afterwards, a little nonsensical afterwards, because I, I really just like to see happy shows. I feel like life is, you know, terrible as it is. And I know it's just a show, but you know, I can't mm-hmm. can't really be too... I'm invested mm-hmm. all the time in all the characters I watch. I'm, I'm gonna feel bad every time I see somebody something. I can't watch, like, the drama shows. But my character's life is going... Astray, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. going astray with them. I can't go through that. Just promise me you won't end up like my mom who watches Hallmark every day and it's the same plot with the same people. Because she knows how it's going to end. Like, she knows exactly what's going to happen. She's she she just scared of risking all of it. She's just scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can watch that, a couple of that. But what ends up happening in those shows is like the beginning, I'm really vibing with the show. Like, what's that show called? I was just watching um, Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. It it's smart it's written smart you know the drama isn't there just to be drama is there to show you like you know their lives yeah and i'm like yeah well, this is interesting this is a problem you have when you live in like that mm-hmm. but then soon it becomes drama just to have drama there's a secret child here there's this yeah. going on here i'm like what where's the story yeah. it's just now it's just a, a higher and higher and higher stake like avengers mm-hmm. and i'm just like why I just came here to see a certain type of lifestyle. Now you're showing me all this nonsense. And yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not invested in that. I feel like with those type of shows, it's just like real stories. I mean, they're fictional characters. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's what's so great about The Wire. The Wire is a whole bunch of stories that come from real stuff that really happened. Like, that's how deep this show is. Like, you cannot compare the two. Mm-hmm. But okay. But like directly, like directly from direct stories, that's how they even devise these characters. But um, this is more of like time, like it's a time frame that took place. You know, this was what was happening. Here's a story surrounded around that era. You know, era stuff. I like the whole premise of the wire. I like the whole different seasons all come together. I like shows. Where the seasons come together because yeah. I watch like Doctor Who and I watch seasons of Doctor Who and mm-hmm. I like to see hear something that came from season one and I was mm-hmm. just like oh I know exactly what y'all talking about yeah that's crazy I can't believe it. I love stuff like that but you know the stakes in Doctor Who ain't as high as the stakes in like you know I'm looking at these black boys yeah. out here and they doing these things and I have brothers and I just be thinking I feel you, I feel you. And it just gets a little too real for me you know it gets a little too real for me to see it and yeah I like to read about shows like that there's a lot of shows I don't watch but I keep up with so alrighty well um you want to talk about Lemonade Lemonade, Beyonce's Lemonade is going on for five years. It's been out for five years now. It's coming up on its anniversary. And I'm just thinking about how Lemonade changed for me how I viewed Beyonce. Beyonce was just like a pop singer to me. Yeah. A girl from Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. Mary Jay-Z. I didn't really think about her like that. Then, I, you know, people, they were really Beyonce fans, like yeah. dark her fans by yeah. then. But I, I could not see, I wasn't myself one. And then Lemonade came out, and all the girls in school were buying title to watch it, and I'm trying to sneak a look on their phones and see, <laughs> you know, when it first drop of it. You know, that marketing was genius with Lemonade. 
the way she did Lemonade, I wish I had HBO. Because... I had like, HBO. You could have watched it. Yeah, I watched the movie. You watched it? Yeah. I wish I had watched it when it came out. But when I eventually got to see it, I was like, this is so amazing. I understand the high. Like, the way she changed music. Like, the way she keeps changing music. Mm-hmm. Like, it shows her on a different level. Because she's not just that pop singer. She's an artist. And she really cares about her craft. Yeah. And she really cares about giving it to you. And the way she wants to give it to you. Like, she kept that whole operation under glass. I, like... I'm like, damn, for real? Like, y'all, so you, been, you did this whole thing, and we didn't know you were doing this whole thing? Now, like, I'm so, like, I was so happy to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was so happy to see an artist that was so, who cares so much about their craft, you know? It was so, it was just a good album. After that, I just, you know, I stuck with Beyonce. She has always delivered after that. She, yeah. she really made a name for herself with Lemonade. Mm-hmm. She really did. I mean, that was the first Beyonce album I listened to, like, all, like, the whole album, like, I even cared to listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember why it was that, that I was even enticed, but, yeah, I listened to the whole album. I mean, I don't listen to R&B like that, but that's what happens. Artists, they develop themselves. They grow. Mm-hmm. Their their first album ain't gonna be, like, their second album, like, their third album. Like, they're different people now, and they sometimes, you know, they got a lot more freedom, too. Yeah, these older does. artists, mm-hmm. they get a lot she more freedom does. the further on they go, and they know what's best for them and how they want to move stuff. Like I remember my brother's not listening to Chris Brown ever, and then after the album he dropped, after the whole Rihanna stuff, my brother was all on him. Like I'm like, first off, you never used to listen to Chris Brown, <laughs> but now you all up on his neck. I mean, that's what happens, man. Yo, but like really, I think Beyonce. You know, she always she's light skin. She got that. Um, strawberry blonde hair going on. I guess we didn't really see her as black. I didn't really see her as a black. I paid no attention to her. I'm obsessed with Kelly. And then she out here on formation on top of a police car on a flood with her daughter's hair and afro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, B, we're black. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I didn't think she would ever take a stance on something Listen. like that. Because most artists, you know, some artists don't. Mm-hmm. Some artists don't. When she did that, I, I thought she was pandering. I was like, I was like, what's this? I've never seen this before. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, this when? Like, I just that's how I felt. But the thing about it is, if you go back and listen to her stuff, like, she's kind of she's always been black. We yeah. just never listened to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? There was a time because when when you listen to Destiny Child, yeah, that is so black. Like Destiny Child is so black. And then you know there was this post I saw where this white girls, I I miss ballad Beyonce, all this ghetto stuff, and I was like, what the hell? Beyonce's always been mm-hmm. Destiny Child, like she always been, mm-hmm. you know, patting her head, like she yeah. Been. We just, you know, when she went through that little, uh, when she got out of the Destiny Child, she kind of went down. Mm-hmm. Well, her her most popular videos were the ones where she was singing. She was she wasn't she didn't feel too black to her. She felt like you know just a pop star, but she got she really got a good voice, which has developed over the years. Mm-hmm. There's some songs I like to listen to her sing now. I don't really like like to listen to her sing back in the days. You know, mm-hmm. she's always. She always tell you what she about to do next. Y'all just don't listen. Because when I go back to her music, like, when she did the whole African um, album with the African artists mm-hmm. and the black American artists mixing it together, Beyonce was already going down that route. She was already dressing up as um, African goddesses mm-hmm. that she felt like she was... Um, Think she took shrooms? Was her guide. Oh, Beyonce has saying a little bit about smoking 
like in some of her songs when she was doing her little, but she's going through. You no, know, she she does a little rap now. Mm-hmm. So she be here her talking about smoking. So I think she did. She she might smoke some weed with Jay Z. She right had now. a little spiritual journey. And was yeah, like, I'm coming she into my fullness yeah. of myself and yeah. y'all can see the rise. Yeah, and you see this beforehand, but because people don't pay attention to Beyonce yeah. until she's done something, they're like, oh, she's now doing this. Like, no, Beyonce has been. Going down this route, but y'all haven't sight. seen it. No, you haven't paid attention to her. You just like they didn't even listen to like the whole album. Like a lot of people did not see listen to that album, the um the gift until she dropped the music video and then the, the video for mm-hmm. it. And everybody was like, "Oh yeah, I'm like I've been listening to this. I was listening to my life key in it, y'all, <laughs> and I love every song. But now y'all vibing to it yeah. because y'all see people dancing to it, bro. Yeah, she snapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about the devil shoe? I don't, really, I don't know if we got a chance to talk about it because I know we haven't been recording in a long time. I feel like we didn't get a chance to talk about it. No, but no, I think it's so funny how everybody I, just lost their mind over this I shoe. I want to be his friend. I want to be Lil Nas' ex-friend because it takes a lot of... Ooh, sorry. It takes a lot of courage to do that because mm. the Christian community will now always have him on the blacklist. Yeah. You know, pe- like they won't even know him. They won't care about what he's doing, but... Being gay and being gay and then dropping that type of song mm-hmm. and that type of video and dropping these shoes mm-hmm. is really just going to be a list of people like they're going to always go after for the rest of their lives. Even if he never drops another song like this again, mm-hmm. they will always be after him. It's a lot of courage for him to do that. But I feel like if he's solidified now, like, like when Lil Nas dropped Old Town Road, I was afraid he's going to be like a one hit wonder mm-hmm. and like he would drop off. But he has proven like he's here. Okay. He's really an artist. He's yeah. about that life. He's going to do what he wants to do. And I'm happy that he's allowed to do that. Because a lot of artists, they come into this game and they're not allowed to do what they want to do until later in life. Mm-hmm. And he got to do what he wants to do right now. I'm li- I'm liking his creative um so I'm not, I'm not, I like it that he's allowed to do all this. Like, mm-hmm. record companies don't let people do all this. So you don't think that he is a CIA operative here to try to feminize the black man? Because I've been seeing that everywhere. That's the crazy thing is that people have always been gay and mm-hmm. black people have always been like, there's always, back in the days, black people used to have, um... The people who were um, LGBT community, who would identify with LGBT community today in their communities, and they've always seen them as respectful people. They've mm-hmm. always seen them in good light. It's not until we met Western civilization, it's not until white people came into our lives, mm-hmm. they started, you know, we started seeing these people, like even in other cultures, like in Asia, like certain people were seen so evilly. Like people, gay, LGBT community people have been around since. The beginning of time, like mm-hmm. you hear it in passages all the time. Like they acting like today's the day they're all being, they're all coming now out of the woodwork. Everybody's turning because of the water or whatever. Like, no, mm-hmm. they've always been around. And it's just throughout the years, sometimes they've been prosec- prosecuted for it, sometimes they haven't been. He is not trying to feminize black men. Black men <laughs> have been however they wanted to. They've, they express themselves in different ways. Men mm-hmm. should not have to only express themselves as a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to be other other things and express express themselves in other ways and please there's always been feminine type men like Rick James and like Prince like Mm -hmm. no one's saying Prince is trying to is a CIA operator trying to feminize the black man first of all Mm -hmm. Prince probably got more pussy his way than all these men trying to be all hard come on now but they said the same they're saying the same thing with the whole um with Dwayne Wade's daughter they're saying the same thing about it 
But um, what I wanted to say about the shoes and all that, when the video dropped, I've been waiting on him to drop this video because he's been posting all these pictures looking all mm-hmm. nice. And I wanted to see the video when it came mm-hmm. out. So as soon as it came out, I got a little alert and I watched it and I, I really didn't think it would be all, all that. Like, I didn't think niggas was going to be like, oh my God, yeah. the devil, he's trying to make everybody Satan. And like, I've been looking for anything at this point. I didn't see that. And then like when he dropped the shoe, I was like, oh, that's funny. That's merch for the video. I didn't think he dropped on the shoe. I didn't, when he said drop of blood, I'm like, all right, y'all. Yeah, like, where he gonna find all that drop of blood for his shoes? Human blood, bro. You can't do that. That's not... Can you do that? I don't even know if you can do it. And even if he did do it, who you think he out here killing people to put that drop of blood in there or something? I'm sure... Listen, it's like, man. He said, was it, was it human blood? Yeah, it was one drop of human blood. It's probably his blood. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. He's probably like, put my drop. Boop. I didn't think he was serious about it. And if he was, that's a little weird. But still... I didn't think it would blow up the way it did, but one thing I know is he knows how to do that. And I feel like every time some music that he drops comes out, it's going to be some some stuff like this. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I, I look forward to him. I look forward to his artistry. All right, you want to talk about uh, Rest in Peace DMX? Oh, yes, DMX. I'm so sad about his passing. I like his funeral um, parade. I like to see it. I like to see black people be mm-hmm. black people. And I'm like, yeah, this is... I love when we all love someone and we all care. And then it's just like, remember, we're all one. Yeah. We all one, man. Yeah. Like, we feel that hurt, bro. We do. I like... I like... um I like this coming together for him. I like uh, seeing his funeral, his children up there. I know... I, I like seeing it, knowing that um, that white people are gonna see, it, not gonna understand why, mm-hmm. or see it and not really um, get how we're doing the funeral or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like it's not for y'all to get, but I like <laughs> I like seeing it, knowing they listen. Make white people love DMX, okay? <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. Cause he was. I, really I know, but still, they're gonna look at the funeral. You know, they're gonna be looking at the funeral. Like, look, they look. Uh, look, they never know what's going on. Okay? <laughs> ain't nothing new here. Ain't nothing new here. But like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, rest in peace, DMX. Yeah, rest I feel in peace, definitely. Like his death is different from the deaths that we've seen thus far. You know, with Kobe and Nipsey and. Oh well, like, yes, those were like violent and and like tragic and like violent. You know, I feel like his death like slows stuff down for a little bit and made people like think about what they're doing here on this earth. You know, what is what? What are you doing? You know, who do you care about? Who do you love? I feel like that's what really came up after that situation happened. Mm-hmm. You know? Except for in the beginning, people kept saying he was dead before he was dead. I was like, what are y'all doing? That's that's what happened. That's what happened. You know what? I had a cousin who was brain dead, and they told me he was dead. Mm-hmm. Like, they told me he was dead. I was crying at school. I was so upset. I was like, you know, my friends were like, why are you crying? My cousin's dead. Turns to find out he's brain dead. I'm like, if there's hope, let's just keep being hopeful. Yeah, until let's wait. Until it's done. Don't be telling me that he's dead. Words have power. When you say he's dead, then he's, guess what? He's dead now. Yeah. You don't know. Don't be wishing that on him. Like, he's too young for that. And, you know, he passed mm-hmm. away. And I was so upset. And I, I, I don't get what they get out of saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't get what they get out of reporting that, like. I don't get it. Yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. I I never seen like that before. But after the fact, I feel like a lot of people just was sharing memories with him and like Mm -hmm. showing him praying over people and how spiritual he was and how much he cared and had a heart. And, you know, he talked about how he ended up becoming an addict in the first place. 
Mm-hmm. And how he had to have that happen to him at such a, such a young age. Sorry, I'm last last letter. And it's just like, it brings me back to The Wire. And that's why The Wire is such a great show. If you watch The Wire right now, like, Addiction. you will see how systems, yes, you will, you, will, you will see all the stuff, bro. You can't tell me they don't, they don't treat us dirty, but I don't know there's something called karma, bro. Yo. Karma coming. Addiction is a lifelong problem. People think, you stop being addicted and you you done. You're not gonna fight it again. Some people have that type of result. But some people fight that for the rest of their Every lives. Days. For the rest of their lives to the day they die. Okay. So Um What do we have? Hot Girl Summer's canceled. Okay, so I heard about for this y'all. from TikTok. I heard about this from TikTok. And Meg just goes going off how Meg is not the hot girl summer coach no more. She was out here laying on the floor and smelling poop particles. <laughs> And, and I was like, no, y'all lying. So I'm, I'm looking all over the internet for this video. I finally so find sweet. it on YouTube because someone posted the link of it in the comment section. And this man is trying to poop. And man, outside with the dog <laughs> laying on the floor watching him. I'm like, girl, this is the time, you know, you get to stretch or something. Why are you in the bathroom pooping? Like, get stretched. I don't know. Listen to me. Go on Instagram. Do something. Don't. Don't. Raj doesn't understand that separation anxiety when you just really just into somebody. Like, when they gone for too long, you just want to know what's going on, man. You just want to be as close to them as possible. Why is the poop too long? <laughs> I love her. I love that. I'm happy for her. Because I know she's been through a lot. You know, she lost her mom at yeah. the beginning of her height of her career. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the whole Tory situation, the whole yeah, yeah. thing that came after that. I'm like, girl, I like to see you happy. I like to see her happy, too. I like to see her happy, too. I think we're taking her happiness right now for granted because she's been through so much. Yeah. You know, let her, be, yeah, we should let her be happy. And we know how girls are not canceled. It's not canceled because she twerks, <laughs> she twerks on my Instagram daily. Like, this is literally just something, you know, we just giggling about with her. But yeah. This really gonna be a hot girl story because we've been locked up since last summer and you know everybody's getting their travel ready. Yep. You know my dad just told me go take. I'm taking the vaccine. I hope you about to take the vaccine. I'm like I'm taking the vaccine because I'm Listen, gonna have somewhat of a hot girl summer. Whatever mm-hmm. is coming after the corona, because <laughs> it's gonna be a ball of stuff coming at us when we come back from our little vacation. Well, at least we have to put our feet in the water for a little bit. Right, right. For whatever that's coming, is coming. You know, this is the last summer for white people. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's why I hear I've been it. hearing that. I've been hearing that. This I don't last know. Summer. How you feel? How you feel? They stuck inside? So- I say... If this is the last summer, they need to act right because if they need me to, go, if they need black people to go do a chicken run for them, we're not helping. Right. So they need to act right, right this summer because next summer is going to be very tragic when they lock inside. Let me tell you something. We might not help, but there are definitely black people who will help. Like, right. The they're going to be, be, be feeding them. <laughs> feeding them. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't be bringing groceries over to, mm-hmm. to, to Mildred's house. Let Mildred stay inside and let that, that time end. Their time is done. That time right. is over. So it's time for time for a new beginning. Okay, you can't leave. Right. Can we right. can we feed them? Um, let's see. Carol Baskin said she wanna rescue um her husband, her true husband, <laughs> Tiger King. She says her true husband? No, I'm just talking this. But uh-huh. she she wants him to um support her cat whatever association and her and her husband will do what they can to help get him out. They put him in. Right. But this is something. You know, Tiger King, Tiger King hit me. 
I don't think I was been watching binge watching Netflix like mm-hmm. everybody was doing during the pandemic because I didn't really care too much about it. I think I was watching a whole bunch of things, but I was like, there's other stuff going in my life. When that show hit me, I had to put my life on pause. <laughs> I needed to see from like start to finish. Yeah. I was enwrapped in their life. I was like, this is a real white people life. Right. This is real life somewhere in the middle of right. nowhere for white people. Right. No, this isn't real. And it is real. And like every time y'all bring a little update, I'm like, this really still going on? Right. Like they still Carol Baskin still I shoot on this with the stars. I'm like, this is really these people still out here. And to see this new development, I'm like, what is the season two of Tiger King? Cause there's just too much happening. Listen to me. When your life is interesting it is time for you to just like write that stuff down <laughs> record it do what you need to do because i feel like the future generation will benefit from seeing a lot of this yeah, stuff yeah because talking like world. he already started videotaping himself like that yes he already started He's a doing crazy all person. that especially if you got the money do it now be you could be the next kardashians you'll never know because mm-hmm. i feel like if he didn't get locked up He'd be the next Kardashian. Yo, because I would definitely be on tune in to see what the hell Joe Exotic is yes, doing. I'd watch him. I'm like, where is Joe Exotic today? Um, okay, I see him right there. All right, yeah. I hope he get out. Why they give Joe Exotic so much time? <laughs> I really, they should just get his hair. I feel like they hated <laughs> I feel like I feel like they was hating on him. <laughs> they were like, who is this? G- uh, Get in the jail. <laughs> Stay your ass in there. Like, you try to run for governor? Go sit down. Like, they, they was not. No. They were not happy with Joe's out Yo, Joe's out for president, bro. Let's try that. Oh, you want to try that? No, because it's going to be worse than Trump. Really. You think it's going to be worse than Trump? Yes, because... He he's not a good person. Let's start there. <laughs> Joe Zali really isn't a good person. Because he has so little power is is why we care. And I know so many animal rights activists are gonna be on his ass. Like oh, you're not even gonna yes. do that. Jeez, you know. animal rights people. I saw the dumbest thing. I don't even know if this is real. I saw the dumbest thing like a while I don't know how long ago this was, but it was like they were saying that you can't use dog like you can't use animal terms as insults. I'm saying here like, this is what we're doing. Listen, heifer. Listen, to what we're no, 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 no. This is what we're doing. People are dying. Like all I thought in my head is when they're like, people are dying, Kim. People are literally dying, and this is what we're doing. I feel like they want us to be so. They want us to change our whole lives around like these meat products and like how we live in, how to go green, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper, it's healthier for us. But boy, don't come to our black community bringing all that stuff because first of all, we gotta worry about just living mm-hmm. our damn selves. We don't got time to be carried worried about other animals living sometimes because you know it's hard enough being black. You know it's hard enough being black. You have worried if your child's gonna make it home, and I gotta worry about these. Um, you know you want me to worry about the future. It's hard enough being worrying about today and tomorrow for me to worry about what's gonna happen in a couple of years. And I know we should be worrying about it, but the real problem is the companies. Is these big companies? They're the ones who are doing oil spills. They're the ones who are messing up everything. And you come into us regular, regular people asking us to be the ones to bring the change. It's weak. What? You need to start bombing up these companies. That's what y'all need to do. Well, I don't understand about about America, like about everything. It's like, you would know that what you're doing is hurt. It'll hurt you in the long run, but you'll keep doing it. Because like, even with the whole plastic thing, like, come on, bruh. 
you know that the ocean is being filled with plastic and we're still producing plastic. We don't need it. We don't need it. We there's so many other alternatives because it's cheap and companies can do it. They're gonna do it. Companies can. If, you know the biggest harm in America we were learning today about um crime mm-hmm. and which crime they think that black on black crime like black people are like like the biggest criminals. The biggest criminals in America are corporate. It's corporate America. Their fraud and their cutting corners hurts millions of Americans mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's not what's going to be in the news. You know, that's not... They ruin lives all the time. Bunch of people's lives. And they don't care. Like, just now, Tampa Bay's having a whole crisis because they've been illegally dumping in that water. And they've been messing up that, that ecosystem over there for years. I bet kids have been swimming in that bay. Mm-hmm. Probably got a lot of things wrong with them. But the doctors are going to tell them, we don't know what's happening. We don't know why your kid has all these problems. Yeah. Every, everything in America is the reason why your kids are having all these problems. And they don't care because it's not they kids swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. What they need to do is put all that little legal water, find the founders of that company, and pump that in through their shower waters. Okay, <laughs> that's what they need to do. Y'all need to be creative with your punishments. That's what y'all need to do. Be like, oh, y'all have to bathe because if you tell them y'all have to bathe mm-hmm. with this water and drink with this water for the rest of y'all lives, guess what? They're not gonna be dumping things no more. But nah, or at least throw them in you know jail for a long time. But those are the biggest criminals, but that's not what t- the media tells you are criminals. That's not mm-hmm. what TV tells you. TV tells you criminals are the people that look like us, the mm-hmm. thugs, and they go, America's going downhill. Like, you see all those ducks <laughs> needing to take a bath? All those ducks need to take a bath with Dawn on the television? <laughs> you mad at us? Someone said, <laughs> someone tweeted, why, why Dawn could, could clean a duck? But can't clean my plate. <laughs> I was like, don't do Dawn like that. Because I use Dawn. That was some powerful stuff right there. That's crazy, though. That is really crazy. Yeah, it is. Like, those companies know they're ruining the world. They don't care because no one's going to make them care. Because they put politicians in place so they don't care. That's, you know? They put politicians in place to pass bills. That we, If we really want to change something, we need to look at every freaking bill that get passed. And make sure every single thing... Is up the code because they will go out there and put some bull in and mm-hmm. to be set to the thing. And we're sitting here like, oh, and because it has one or two things that we like, we're like, we need to pass this. Mm-hmm. No, boy, we can't. We need to revise that. What do you think about all the um, anti-voting laws that they're trying to pass? Listen, what they can't do is outlaw voting. What they can't do <laughs> is that. As long as they can't do outlaw voting, I'm going to outlaw them. Okay, I'm going to sit wherever they need me to sit, stand mm-hmm. wherever they need me to stand, drink whatever they need me to drink, so make sure that Ron, these, whatever his <laughs> name is, the devil, gets out of office so we can put someone in place to reverse all that. That's what we need to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's about time. Like We're going to go to the polls. We're going to take them out or whoever needs to be taken out because mm-hmm. it's like, y'all going to put us in place? That's not fair. That's not right. So we're going to show you how we don't like that. Okay, we're going, we should, I hope... More people hear about this and get mad because that's mm-hmm. a right. Like, you know, that's a right to vote. And to make it harder Why do you people, feel like, right? Because you know it's the Republicans doing this. Why yeah. do you feel like the Democrats aren't, like, outing this? Like, why do you feel like... Because wouldn't that be something that you want to do? Because these are your voters, right? You Wouldn't you want to expose what's happening so that you can get your voters to move? Like, why, why is the Democratic Party not like that? Whereas the Republican Party is like, if they tell these niggas to jump, they say how high. You feel me? Oh, boy, it's just like goes down to party lines, the people in their lines, mm-hmm. and I guess 
I guess they're not doing that because they're kind of just like focused on whatever's going on in Congress right now, you know, mm-hmm. just focused on doing with Biden and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think um, when it comes to like anti-voting laws, those type of things happen on like a, 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 in a in a um, type of demographic that we can change ourselves. Yeah, the local elections are something that we have the power to really change mm-hmm. like to really be involved with and so we really need to do to stop these anti-voting laws is not look for like the democrats and the in the congress to go mm-hmm. around changing and putting these what we need to do is go to our local office see who is like on the councils mm-hmm. see what they support see if they're the ones that are signing bills like that to go into place and vote them out mm-hmm. replace them that's what we need to do when we keep doing it at every every level until the Florida's the Senate is with not Florida Senate, but you know the Congress people in Florida are people mm-hmm. that are for us because they understand that we're a threat. If you do not make us all happy, yeah, you're not gonna be sitting where you're sitting. Instead of just like, oh, I'm Democrat, so vote for me because I'm Democrat. I'm yeah. Republican, vote for me because I'm Republican. No, you better do what you need to do to make this community happy, mm-hmm. or you're not gonna be representing this community. That's all we have to do. That's up to us. That's what we need to do. That's why don't matter. Come. Wherever they want me to stand, wherever they want me to, like, if I have to stand on one leg the whole time to go vote, I'm going to go stand. And you know what? The whole thing with the anti-mail-in ballots, it's like everybody's getting a vaccine now. Yeah. So what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting a vaccine. And, you know, the people who really want to vote by mail are going to do whatever they need to do to vote by mail. Okay? So even if you put all these new laws in place, they're going to they're gonna check that out. They're not. They're not. Not yeah. gonna just think they can do it. Yeah. Now that you're changing all the laws, they're gonna look into that. Mm-hmm. So we gotta do what we gotta do to look into that. And then if if it's harder for them to do it, you know, vote by mail. But all they need to do is see who's the one who put that in place. Yeah. Who passed signed those laws? Vote against them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, vote against them. That's what you do. That's what, that's what we have voting power. We should use it. A lot of people don't vote. A lot of people don't care what happens day to day. They just go on their lives. We need to start caring a lot more. We vote for everything. We vote for police cheese. We vote for everything. We need to be more on that. Yeah. We need to go vote for everything. That should be black community should have this a day where all the voting, like the community center should have all the voting dates and when we going out and who's gonna drive the seniors to go vote and mm-hmm. who's going out here to go vote. So we if we do that, we would be a threat to them. They would have to please us. They would have to please us. They have to do whatever we want. Because we all going out to vote and we're gonna make sure our vote counts. So that's what we need to do. That's what we do about that. You heard it here first. Vote people. Vote. Go out and vote. Um, I finished before the time was out. I did finish watching WandaVision and it was great. It was fantastic. The end was really good. I liked the end. I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, Rasha, I like she could it. never be Wanda, but I'm like, I'm a little bit Wanda. Might just shut the whole place down. You feel me? Make out my minions. You feel me? Live my dream. Listen, <laughs> I could not be Wanda because that's what white people try to do to us. Okay? They really are trying to shut this and just, you know, live their dreams out on our suffering. That's that hit a little too real. That's a little hit a little too close to home. You know, they really are out here trying to brainwash us and hurt us and harm us. We can't see our kids, and they here. We can't see our kids in the house because we working two jobs, three jobs, make a living. We don't know what our kids doing. So that's a real thing. You know, that's a real thing. Could do it. All right, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, we watched that, and let me tell you. I was Team Kong the whole time. I don't know what Jessica was. I feel like she was Godzilla like Becky. 
I was King Kong because King Kong, boom, boom, is great. Okay, you know, he got opposable thumbs. I was Listen team opposable thumbs. I wasn't on anyone's team because I figured out in the first 10 minutes that Kong and Godzilla were going to team up to get the major corporation. Because I'm like, these are both monsters from the same place. Mm-hmm. This, this, this is what it looked like to me. So, I thought it was, I don't know. I, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I wouldn't have watched it on my own accord. They were the ones who suggested it, so I watched it. I would have liked to watch it in like theaters because I feel like it would have been louder. Mm. I would have liked to watch the fighting better, like just to see. Just sometimes I just want to see movies like King Kong, it goes like just movies where people are just like just some action. I wasn't there was nothing too, you know, there was nothing too high stakes about it. Yeah. it was just two animals fighting, destroying the planet, you know, doing what two monsters would do. <laughs> And I like to see, I like to see, I like to see things blow up sometimes. Sometimes I like to watch shit, things like that. Action movies where it's just fighting and mm. blowing up and it gave me what I want. So I was happy. So, are you getting the vaccine? Yeah. I'm getting the vaccine. And dad told me, he got his dose, go get your doses. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get my doses for Fam, you family giving it to us. You know, so let's go get it. Let's get it. I do think if family gives it to us that I'm going to get it. Um, What do you think about the whole Johnson & Johnson thing? We should have never, like, we should, I feel like no one should judge Johnson & Johnson in this day and age. They have never, they've been proven to us, like, they're just bad. They're yeah. just bad people. Like, y'all out here rushing to get some money. They really out here rushing to get some money from the vaccine. Yeah. They vaccine out here hurting everybody. I know, I know they know that it was hurting mm-hmm. people. It's not until we tell them you're hurting us, stop hurting us. When they be like, oh, really? All of us are going to change this up. Like, yo, y'all don't have, why y'all so bad on hurting people? Look, their baby powder gives you cancer. That's something I know. That's something everybody knows. But then we, when I heard they were coming up with a vaccine, like, are they really the company we should be trusting with our lives like that? Like, are they really the company? That's not the company. I, I don't trust it. But um, they have such a bad name for themselves. They do out here in these streets. They don't have a good name for them. I would never use a Johnson Johnson product like ever. I'm not, I wouldn't even give that to my worst enemy. Like here, <laughs> try some Johnson and Johnson. So I used to okay, eat their baby powder. With that being said, with the whole um Corona and the vaccine and all that, do you feel like there's a cure for AIDS out there? Oh yeah, rich take it. Watch us die. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. This was another episode of Melting Wax Podcast. And, you know, it's nice to be back. It is, it is. A lot of stuff happened. We're going to be on current events next week now. Mm-hmm. Summertime. Summertime is fine. Let's see, let's see what happens next month. Let's <laughs> see what the world looks like. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the aliens to come, you know. Listen, bro, that's the wave that's going to hit us after our little summer break. Oh, bro. <laughs> aliens going to come. I hope they're black. Mm. <laughs> of course they're black alright right right of course it could be nothing else that they I hear doing all this advanced time nothing but all these they're tri-colored <laughs> yes 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 alright you guys peace bye